Welcome to the Serpent Cast. I am Annabelle Gatt. I am Sophie St. Thomas. Sophie, are you doing anything interesting this week? How funny, you should ask. Um, yes, I'm doing something quite interesting this week. I am getting rhinoplasty done on Wednesday. Does that mean a nose job? That means a fucking nose job. Yeah, yeah. I should just say that directly. I keep being like a rhinoplasty. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm getting my nose fixed. That's amazing. How do you feel about it? What Tell me, um, what is your general stance on plastic surgery, Sophie? Okay, this is how I feel about it. I am pro-plastic surgery, but the reason like I'm writing about it and have been open about it on social media and we're talking about it now is that I do believe or wish there was more transparency around plastic surgery in the world. Like, for instance, I mean, the most obvious example is the Kardashians, but let's say like one thing I learned from, and I'll get into this, but I, I write about, for Allure magazines, I write about beauty. So I write about plastic surgery a lot and have interviewed plastic surgeons. How I met Dr. Dara Leota, who's doing my procedure, was originally, I profiled her for this DQ article. And what I have learned is that pretty much, like everyone you see on TV has a nose job. Wow. And Botox. And the reason I first, well, I broke my nose when I was 16. I'll get into that. But like Jennifer Lawrence, obviously the Kardashians, Jennifer Lawrence is actually honest about it. But it just, like after I get mine, I'm done. It's very subtle. So I feel like people are going to, if anything, notice, just be like, oh, she looks good in that picture more so than in person because it's all about like angles and the way the light hits the faces. So I'm very pro plastic surgery, but I'm very, on one hand, you, if, if, if you want to keep it private and to yourself it, about what you do with your body and your money, like, and you don't think it's anyone else's business that you're getting a nose job. I, I do respect that. But I, after having done all this research and realizing that just like basically every, everyone we see on TV has at least had like a small, as in like a minor rhinoplasty done to make themselves look better on camera along with Botox. I wish people like the Kardashians would be really, really open about it because I don't think plastic surgery is inherently bad, but I think by people pretending that this is just how they look, when in reality they are seeing like the best plastic surgery, plastic surgeons in the world, you know, coupled with having access to trainers and makeup. I think that's where unrealistic beauty standards come from. Yeah. You know, like, of, of course you don't look like Kim Kardashian. Like, you know how much money has been spent on her like thighs and butt and boobs and face and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, if she wants to spend her money and get that done, like, she looks great. But I do see why people would get upset if, like, a young girl was like, why don't I look like that? Totally. And you have to be like, well, it's actually physically impossible to look like that. <laughs> but thanks to medical advances, plastic surgeons can make you look like that. So it is very important for me to be honest about 
the fact that I am getting a nose job and that I have lip fillers and Botox because, like, I, I do think I look good. I'm sorry. I hope that doesn't make me sound, no, I think you sound, should, yeah. sound bad. But, like, if anyone's ever, like, Sophie, you have, like, it's it's funny. This is, this. I have had this conversation so many times where, like, this comes up and people are, like, you don't need Botox. Look at your skin. It looks perfect. I'm like, yeah, that's because I have fucking Botox. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I have no crow's feet. I have Botox. Um, So tell me, Sophie, why in the first place did you even want to get this done? Well, when I was 16, I broke my nose very badly. The story is not a good... Well, it's kind of funny. Okay, I was on dance team. I love to dance. I love to dance at parties. I want to go out and dance more, but I was on my high school dance team and we were having rehearsal on stage. Like you remember like the, you're like, imagine like your high school theater stage. And I wasn't the best dancer. So I was usually put on like the side, you know, I was like the last person on the left. And there was this move we had to do. I'm clumsy as fuck. (laughs) There was this move we had to do where you basically like fell forward and caught yourself in like a push-up or like plank position and I was on the edge you know closest to the red curtain that behind it was all the stage equipment and whatnot and I did not successfully sort of gauge my height based on the space between the red curtain so what happened is I you know you have to just let your body fall in this dance move and then you catch yourself with your hands ideally but I let my body fall and I fell into the red curtain and I didn't realize that there was a metal table like mm-hmm. right behind the met the red curtain so it happened instead of doing my dance move I face planted and my nose hit through the red curtain this table and it hurt like fuck, and there was blood streaming down my face. You know, I looked like Andrew WK from, <laughs> which that album cover really turned me on, by the way. I'm not still not quite sure why. Um, so I broke my nose truly really badly. And I understand why. She's my mother. She thinks I'm perfect the way I am. But I saw a doctor, and they're like, yeah, your nose is broken. You don't, you, you'll be, you'll, live a fine life without having anything done but if you want a lot of people in instances like this do get it fixed and my mom was like no no yeah you know like I'm not paying for you to get a nose job the doctor says you'll be fine you're beautiful can I ask you a question yes was it strange to look at your face and see like a different nose than you had before? yes and that's what bugs me and me and it's like I'm a Virgo moon, and I notice it especially manifesting like that. I almost said OCD. I don't want to use a mental health diagnosis. But for instance, like if I have a chipped nail, like I can't fucking write. Yeah. I have to go. Like I, I can tell that my nose is broken because it does look different than it did when I was 16 before this. It's very subtle, and it shows up most often in photographs. And what happened is that I was getting headshots done you remember you you didn't like the headshots and not not sorry no don't apologize like to be to be blunt no the photographer is amazing photographer but like my most recent headshots where I look like a raven and shit are beautiful but this one my note I I didn't look good in them um and during the 
photo shoot, I went to the photographer and I was like, oh my God, I hate how my nose looks in that. Because when you can tell that I broke my nose. Is with like sharp um, <clears throat> shadows and contrast. Like a, a, what's that? Straight on. A straight on photo, yes. With like where there's like half of your face is lit and the other half isn't and then you, it casts yeah, a shadow. Yeah, and you see, and you can see it curve, you can see exactly where I broke it. And I mentioned it to the photographer, I was like, ugh, like I hate face, what's, what's the, I don't know the photography terminology for it, like I hate. Forward facing? I, yeah, I, yeah, I hate forward facing photos of me because I always just look at my nose um, and she was like, to be honest, I just had mine done. Like I just like put it on a credit card. I'm still paying it off, but it's been worth it because I haven't had, I haven't gotten sick since I got it done. And I get colds or sinus infections like at least once a month. Yeah. It's, and it doesn't make any sense to me because I, other than cannabis and when I do use cannabis I usually like my favorite way to use it is like microdosing through edibles or I don't smoke weed that much is what I'm saying and like even smoking weed isn't that unhealthy but I work out I, I eat well I don't drink I it doesn't it's never made sense to me how sick how often I get sick and it's always sinus shit it's always sinus shit so I went to Dr. Leota. And I had her stick a, she stuck like a, um, remember I had a colonoscopy earlier this year? I've mm-hmm. had like cameras in all of my holes <laughs> this year. And she stuck a camera up my nose and she was like, yes, you have a deviated septum. Yes, if I fix this, there's a good chance that you won't get sick as often. And I was like, well, that's dope. Can you also make it cuter while you're in there? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, that's dope too. So one... So for so many reasons, for myself, so I don't keep getting sick. And so I, it's, it's very subtle. Like I've even shown the computer image before and after some people and they're like, I can't tell a difference, but um, I am getting it straightened out on Wednesday and I am so excited. I'm so excited. I'm scared about the general anesthesia. Yeah. Um, just, I'll be honest, but like I. Are they going to do local and general? I don't, I'm, I don't know about local, but definitely general. Like, I'm, you know me, blood doesn't bother me. I'm a Scorpio. Like, the idea of someone, I know a lot of people are really, like, the idea of weird things happening to their bodies. Like, it doesn't, my nose is going to be open and cut up and rearranged, and I'm going to be bruised and swelling. None of that freaks me out. I handle blood and body stuff really, really well, but I have sent so many like emails that probably stamp sound manic being like, wait, I'm on antidepressants. So well, does this mean I'm going to die during general anesthesia? Like that's, that's the part I'm scared about is the general anesthesia. But I've been reassured by my psychiatrist and my doctor and I have, you have a whole separate appointment with the anesthesiologist to go over like all the meds you're on and what it's going to be like. So I know that many people have gotten those jobs and not gone under general anesthesia. If I do die Wednesday. Wait, people have had nose jobs without general anesthesia? I actually do know someone who did, um, an ex's mother, to be blunt, because she got it when she was older. I think she was like in her late 50s and it was just dangerous. They gave her anesthesia, but they gave her more anesthesia like I got for my colonoscopy. I'm not an anesthesiologist, obviously. So, so like local. <laughs> yeah, I, like like she was, I know that in some cases, whether, you know, maybe you have 
certain conditions or if you're at an age where you're at where it becomes much riskier they have other forms of anesthesia where you're not completely out but what most people get is the type that I was talking to some of my friends last night about it and one of my friends um, is an EMT and knows all about medical stuff and he's like yeah anesthesia you just like it's crazy it's like you disappear for three hours they ask you a question like they ask you do you like bourbon and you're like and then you're out and then you wake up three hours later and that's what's gonna happen to me I'm gonna like they're gonna ask me a question and like put this thing over my face or like I don't know if it's through a vein and then I'm gonna just wake up I don't know maybe I'll go to the other side or it's gonna be exciting I mean Wow. And you're going to have to take Annabelle. Annabelle's going to have to take care of me when I'm home and on opiates and bruises. It's going to be great. We're going to watch Outlander. I'm so excited. We're going to get so much takeout. We're going to have a blast. Well, I know I've been traveling a lot, but I've been working while I've been traveling. But I admit I am so excited because I also I think one of the reasons I get sick so much is I definitely like work and stress myself to death a little bit. Like I'll just work so I'll I like will work really hard and then get sick and the idea of a staycation like I would normal Sophie would never do that it'd be like no you have to be pitching or writing or this so having a doctor being like for a week all you have to do is eat ice cream and take your pain pills and lie on the couch I am like I'm so glad that I am under doctor's orders and you're gonna have an amazing Halloween costume with all the breezing. Oh yes, I'm still not quite sure. First, I was going just to be Satan because I Halloween. I have I have epic Halloween costumes, but I think what I've decided on now is that I'm gonna be Tyler Durden from Fight Club. I I'm a cis woman, but I I the every I I'm usually I'm always a dude for Halloween. I don't know what it is, but I'm always a dude for Halloween. And I like it. Like, I like getting to, like, I lo- Halloween is my, like, drag day. And so I was trying to figure, think of costumes that would incorporate the fact that I might still have, like, some little black eyes. I might have a little bandage on my nose. So I'm going to be Tyler Durden from Fight Club and just have, like, a bruised face. I'm going to go to the wig store and get, you know, I think Brad Pitt had, like, frosted like, yeah, hair. Yeah, frosted tips. Frosted tips. Get, like, frosted some tips. Some NSYNC shit. Yeah, and then get some jeans, get a Hawaiian shirt, and then rent the runway a red leather jacket and be Tyler Durden and just like look beat up and like amazing and amazing and I'll have a symmetrical face so maybe I'll look a little bit like Brad Pitt who knows (laughs) (laughs) so have the doctors have been have they been great through this so far um my Dr. Dara Leota who I will recommend to anyone she is the best in the business um rhinoplasty is her specialty but she's also the one who does so you haven't had the rhinoplasty yet, but you have had other work with her. What have you had? Um, my lips done. Mm-hmm. I get lip fillers about once a year. There's different levels of lip fillers. Like some last longer than others. The ones I get last about a year. Um, I get Botox around my crow's feet, which I was do have crow's feet. Everyone has crow's feet. If you love your crow's feet, I love you. You are better at embracing the crone in you than I am. I all I've had done is my I, I get lip lip fillers and um, Botox around my eyes. But no, I had to see a general practitioner just to get basic blood work done that I, you know, it just measures things. Again, forgive me for not being a doctor, but I just had to go get a general checkup just to see if I was healthy enough to go under anesthesia and like heal and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They take, you just need, all you need to do, the plaque surgeon gives you a form, you hand that form to the general practitioner, 
literally all they have to do, take your blood, run the tests, and then the next day be like, based on the levels of like this and this and this, is this person healthy enough? And I have new insurance and hadn't seen my assigned general practitioner yet and went to this woman who worked at Bellevue and it was kind of ironic because I had just written an article for Self Magazine about how frequent queer people have negative experiences by doctors. And this wasn't entire, she said some things about my sexuality I'll talk about, but this, this woman was so awful, she refused to do tests on me. Wow, why? I got there and first of all, just to sound like a bitch, like you could tell she was like rushed and behind and like looked a mess. You don't really want your doctor to look messy. No. You know, like you don't want your doctor to look like they're like a little hungover with like greasy hair. (laughs) You want them. And I handed her my forms that Dr. um, Leota gave me, which is literally all she had to do is weigh me, take my height and take some blood. And she was looking over the forms and she kept just being like, ugh, ugh. Uh, and I'm just sitting there and it got to the point where it was like awkward enough where I as the patient to this doctor was like hey are you okay and she was like doctors really hate when they're asked to do tests assigned by other doctors and then I kind of looked at her strangely like well you know that is your job and I did make this appointment under when I made this appointment, I explained it was to get tests done for a pre-op appointment. And then, but then she quickly was like, Ugh, I shouldn't have told you that. And then I am a thin person. I've always been a thin person. I am, I do weigh a few pounds lower than I would like right now because when I'm under stress, I just lose my appetite. And if anyone's been listening to the show, you've probably heard me whine about my depression. I was like in a shooting this summer. I went through a breakup. My grandma died. I, I lost not a significant amount, but I'm about five pounds lighter than I would normally be. And she looks at me and first of all, she weighed me. And then the number she was like, I'm going to put down a number. The number she put down was five pounds less because she was like, you know, factoring your clothes and stuff. So she wrote down that I was 102 pounds, which I'm not. The other doctor weighed me and I was 108 pounds. Also, I know people like to believe that clothes weigh a lot, but they They really really, don't. They really don't. And then the weirdest thing was she was like, you're really thin. And I was like, I've always been really thin. But yeah, I lost some. I made them. I told her too much. But you're supposed to be able to tell your doctor. I told her what I told you. I was like, yeah, I lost a few pounds this summer um, because I have a hard time eating when I'm under stress. And then she asked me, she was like, started asking about my mental health history And that made me a little uncomfortable because I could already tell that this, like I have an amazing psychiatrist. I've been seeing him for five years. I have an amazing trauma therapist that I see once a week. And both of them I have been talking about this surgery with for months and they both 100% approve. And these are people who know me, you know, who know when it comes to my mental health and my mental well-being and whether I'm mentally fit enough or not to undergo rhinoplasty which is a super lower surgery have both 
not only said yes, but are supportive of it. So I, to the primary care doctor, I'm like, if you have any concerns about my mental health, you guys might hear mom and cat meowing. <laughs> Here is, I, how, would you like my, the phone number and name of my psychiatrist and my therapist? And the doctor declined just, or just kind of like brushed me off. Like, no, I don't need that. Which was really weird. Cause I was like, if you are concerned, like, why aren't you taking down this information for the people that I see for exactly what you're worried about? And then she asks me, then she asked me if I ever used con if I use condoms during sex, which like totally threw me off guard. So I was like, I don't know what this has to do about rhinoplasty. And I was like, well, as I already introduced myself, I am a sex writer and I write about sexual health. So yes, I'm fastidiously good <laughs> about safe sex. And um I just had like a full panel done. I'm clean would you like to see that too like if i'm pretty sure like dr liudo didn't request to know like my chlamydia status but it is negative because i'm responsible and just had a full panel done long story short and this woman refused to even do the test and she asked me if i had ever had an eating disorder and i was like i was bulimic for a bit in college i'm not trying to dismiss this or act like it's not a big deal but I feel like a lot of people were... This isn't but, an uncommon thing for people to it, go through. Precisely. And it was a very long time it ago at this point. It was 10 years ago. It was 10 years ago. Like, I have not... And it's not a mystery to either your psychiatrist or your psychologist. No, they both know. Yeah. I have not binged and purged in 10 years. And I told us, I was like... And then I regretted telling her, which again is the last thing you want from a doctor. You want to be able to tell them, like, your full health history and them to take act in a caring manner and I was like yeah and I went through a bulimic phase. Also I don't want to be presumptuous but I'm assuming that if you're bulimic that's not going to help your sinuses at all either. No god I'm sure I fucked them up way worse. So I think you know your your nose job yes it's going to correct the way that it's basically going to make it so you don't have to contour your nose with makeup anymore. Yeah. But the other side of it is that you're going to be able to breathe now. I'm going to be able to breathe now but long short so I told her this and then she Basically, what ended up happening is she, again, I was like, the weight I lost this summer was from stress. I haven't binged and purged in a decade. If you want to talk further about this, again, would you like my therapist info? Would you like my psychiatrist info? And she refused and refused to do the test and gave me this horrible lecture on self-esteem, being like, I just don't feel comfortable signing off on a rhinoplasty from someone with a history of like, eating disorders, like, maybe you think this is going to make your life better, but, like, you need to, like, develop self-love within, and I'm like, dude, like, what, just fucking take my fucking blood and shut up. I'm sorry, (laughs) but, like, but she wouldn't do it, and I ended up giving her this, like, I wrote her an email on top of this, but I lectured her on feminism. I was like, in my opinion, feminism in 2018 means doing what you want with your body and money and what I want to do is buy myself this nose job (laughs) and she gave me a food diary she was like fill out a food diary and then come back in a month and I'll decide if I'll sign off on it and I should mention like getting a rhinoplasty you do have to take a week off of work like I have already scheduled my entire fall around this around this procedure that I've had scheduled for like nine months now or something you know this isn't a thing I've done on a whim this is a thing that for yeah nine months now I have been talking to all of my doctors about 
And so basically, fuck her. <laughs> and I went to... I can't wait for like two months from now when you send her a beautiful frontward facing picture of yourself, like a Polaroid of you just smiling with like a little note that says, hi, no thanks to you. I can actually breathe through my nose now. And look, I can take a forward-facing picture and not really worried about the lighting. Yeah. and Fuck so you. And so the next day, like, you know, it's coming up. It's on Wednesday. So the next day I found a new doctor and went to them. They were totally nice. They didn't judge me at all for plastic surgery. They took my weight. They took my height. They ran all the blood tests. And as it turns out, I'm completely healthy and fit for surgery, just as I suspected. <laughs> And so I'm getting my getting my nose job. Yay. Yay. Well, we have this beautiful deck here. Which is David Bowie, and you know how I feel about dope. Yes, it's called the Starman Tarot by Lo Scarabio from uh, from Llewellyn Books. I Wait, love Llewellyn. I love Llewellyn too, but Annabelle, can I ask you a question before we break sure. into David Bowie? Because I might not be able to start talking about um, Venus is retrograde. Oh, Yes. And I keep seeing, like, memes or, for instance, in my horoscope, like, speaking of David Bowie, I am, <laughs> there's a part of me I, that wants to have a Ziggy Stardust orange hair type thing. Mm -hmm. But whenever I'm like, should I go get this done, everything astro astrologically is like, don't do anything to your hair when Venus is retrograde. And I'm like, fuck, I'm doing, I'm having, getting a fucking nose job. Is, am I? So Venus is the planet of beauty. Yeah. And when it's retrograde, it isn't a good time to get a makeover. Ugh. It isn't a really the best time to try to cut your own bangs for the first time, for example. Um, but here's the thing. If you just woke up one morning and we're like, I think I'm going to get a nose job next month during Venus retrograde. Or if I decided to get the orange mullet, which I think would not turn yes. out too well like, under then, any Then I would probably say, like, I don't know about that. But here's the thing. Surgery requires knives, right, and cutting and oh, surgical yeah. equipment. Oh, yeah. So my question to you, is surgery Venusian or is it really Martian? Is it more of a Mars thing? Damn. Mars is the planet of like war and also knives and cutting and surgery. So the thing is, you're getting this surgery done, which is going to be aesthetic. And Venus is retrograde. And for the remainder of the retrograde, yes, your nose is going to be swollen and it's not going to be that's pretty. That's true. I'm going to look fucked up. You're going to look, look really like, fucked up. I'm okay? Like I got beat up. But that's yeah. fine because you're supposed to because yeah. it's post-surgery. It's supposed to be swelling. It's supposed to be healing. And that's yeah. part of it. But the thing is, you are um, you're getting a surgery done to correct something that has happened to you in the past. Uh -huh. So that's the retrograde portion of this is that you're going back and you're correcting. So it's not like you woke up one morning with like a totally fine nose that you could breathe through and that you never and that you never broke in the past, which even if that ha was the case, that'd be fine too. Get a yeah. surgery whenever you want to. Except if that were the case, maybe not during a Venus retrograde. Yeah. Because Venus is the planet of beauty. So if you're doing it purely for aesthetic reasons, and you're not repairing something, Venus retrograde is only 40 days, do it before or after, you know? So, but the thing is, you are repairing something, so that's the retrograde part, and it is a surgery, which to me is Martian. So, yeah, don't get a, don't get a nose job done during Venus retrograde if it's purely for aesthetic purposes, and if you are expecting a quick re recovery time, like, immediately, and if it's just, then yeah, don't do it. But you're, you're, you're repairing something, and I think you're going to be okay. Thank you. 
Because I remember, remember we decided together that I would do it during Libra season? Yeah. I was like, which is better? Like, when how, how is Libra season for a nose job? Because I liked the numerology of doing it on, like, 1010, and you were like, Libra season's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be totally fine. Um, I don't know if I really clarified that well, but, again, because your nose used to look different uh-huh. and you're fixing it, I think that is the nice retrograde loophole that we have okay. here. You know cool. what I mean? Because you're going back in time and kind of like adjusting something. So um, here we have this beautiful Starman Tarot again by um, by Lo Scarabio from Llewellyn Books. And it is by David DeAngelis. And it was inspired by the artworks he created for David Bowie. And um, it comes David so and, much. Yeah, these cards come in like the most beautiful box I've ever seen. It's so cute. There's a, a big um, interpretation book that comes with it by mm-hmm. David DeAngelis and Esther DeAngelis. And I really like the interpretations for the cards. Um, and I posted images of these cards on my uh, Instagram stories the other day. And all of you wrote back to it being like, oh, my God. Oh, my goddess. What are those cards? Mm-hmm. You all love them so much. So what I'm going to do is shuffle the deck. And I'm going to pull some cards for Sophie. And about the surgery. So should the first question we ask be, how can you maximize your healing? I actually have a question before that, if it's okay. So the first consult, you know, you know, when you see on TV, like the computer imaging where you get to like see how your nose might look, that's real and it's so fun. But I got it the first time I made the appointment to do like, how far should I go? I went like as subtle as you can do. Like, so subtle, I don't think most people will see me, will notice that I have a nose job done. Like, everything inside will be fixed, but, like, aesthetically, yes, I will probably photograph better, but I don't think anyone will notice a change. I want to know if these cards think I should go, like, a degree more, like a degree more of a nose job. Okay, so I just pulled two cards by accident. I pulled the Three of Cups and the Four of Cups. So maybe, I mean, this is a new deck. I might not have shuffled it too well. So they might have just, it might just be three, four, because it might not be shuffled well enough. You know what I mean? Let's just trust it. Let's just trust it. So. Because the other flip side is that if I go too much, I don't want to like not look like myself and not like that. Yeah. With the four of cups, I think maybe what this is saying is that. I, I do think that no matter what you do, there might be a part of you that asks, what if I had gone farther? Right? There's going to be a part of me that goes through both ways. Like, yeah. Dr. Leota and all my friends who've gotten nose jobs have already warned me. They're like, there will, and this is what Annabelle has to deal with, with the duty of being my husband, <laughs> is that there will be a phase within the first two weeks when my nose is swollen, I have black eyes, I'm somehow eventually tired of eating ice cream i'm cranky from pain pills and i look in the mirror and i'm just like what have i done where is my old nose what did i do but from what i understand then you heal up and you're off your pain meds and your bruises go away and your nose look fabulous and you're like okay i'm fabulous yeah but i also like i am have been saving you know i've been saving for a while for this like if i'm gonna get it done and spend the money and take the time off work and, like, go through a painful recovery. Like, I want it to be worth it. Like, I don't want to spend money and have it 
be like nothing ever happened. Well, I'm glad to see the Three of Cups because I think, for one, I know that you really trust Dr. Leota. Yes. So really talk to her about it. Yeah. And let this be a team team effort. We have our, yeah, we have another pre-consult appointment on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, I'm getting it done. So, yeah, ask ask to see what it looks like in the computer program. Mm-hmm. Um, before you go in and before you see any actual images, I think it's really important that you make a list of what you ideally want to have happen with your nose. Because yeah. I think if you're looking at an image of yourself and you see it shifting and changing on the computer screen, that might be kind of overwhelming. So mm-hmm. it might be good to go in and say, like kind of just have like this checklist of like this is a, I know this is how I want it to look straight on in photography shots. I know this is how I want it to look when I just like look in the mirror at myself or like I know that um, this is definitely how I don't want it to look. Like come up with a checklist so that way when you're seeing the images it doesn't overwhelm you. But I think basically there is with the four of cups the side of you that will always wonder what if. Yeah. But there's also the three of cups here which is I think a really good indication that you and Dr. Leona have really good communication. Can I say something really sure. quick? Um, the first time I interviewed her, the premise of the GQ article is, you know, GQ is stands for Gentlemen's Quarterly, so most of its readers are male, and it was inspired by an ex of mine who was such a dick to me because I wanted my lips done. Mm-hmm. And it was an article about how men should speak to their partners if they want plastic surgery. Like, what is the line of being like, I love you no matter what you look like and reminding them you're beautiful the way you are you don't need to have anything done versus not shaming them if they really for themselves want to have them done because I was in a position where this guy who I broke thankfully broke up with because this was the tip of the iceberg about you know how he would constantly put me down who really put me down about it you know it was the stuff the doctor said it was like Ugh, you're insecure, like, you know, van- vanity equals slutty, basically, you know, to be vain is to be a whore. And he was really against getting my lips done. And the people I know who have had work done and don't say anything, it's really interesting. For instance, I know someone who had her boobs done. She didn't tell anyone, but like at the next first party she was at, just everyone, no one even like realized that her tits were bigger. The reaction was like, Oh my God, you look, you look amazing. Like when was the last time I saw you? You look so good. And I feel like if I got this nose job and didn't tell everyone and just showed up, that would be the thing. It's like, or even to like a romantic partner, just be like, oh my God, you look great. But it's like, cause you don't want to see how, you don't want to know about how the sausage is made. Like <laughs> to, to some people. So it's interesting. It'll be, it's interesting to me to see how people react to me with like a straighter nose having been so open about this versus if I, like I imagine if I just didn't say anything, you know, if I just made like an out of office, like have the flu, can't work for two weeks, you know, and then I show up and like my nose is just, I'm just more symmetrical. Everyone would probably just be like, oh my God, you look great. But when they know that you took the time and the money and got plastic surgery, there, there becomes this, there's judgment into the, it's not just you look great. There's the, it, things change when people know that Yeah. you you had this done. Shall I pull a card for your healing? Yes. Wait, will you pull a card for the surgery first? I want to I know, I want to know if I'm going to die under general anesthesia. No. Why not? I don't like pulling health questions with the cards. It's too serious for a one card reading. 
Sometimes on my tarot, uh, on my Instagram, I'll do like, you know, next 10 minutes, anyone who asks a question, I'll pull a card. And sometimes people ask health questions. I'm like, it's, this is too serious for a one card reading. We can't do anything about the act procedure. You, that is going to be a Dr. Dara Leota conversation. Okay. Okay. Very responsible. So you're asking about the recovery. What? Yes. Ace of Swords. I think you're going to get a lot of writing done. I think that you're going to be much more mentally sharp than you even expect. I think you I think you might have this impression like, oh, my God, I'm going to be out of it. I'm not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. But I think you're going to feel really energized. Of course, there's going to be, like, uh, some time that you have to, like, regroup. But I think that this is going to be an amazing new beginning for you. Well, that's good to know because everyone says everyone is different. But I was already, like, bugging out that I couldn't write for possibly five days. I think you'll be okay. If anything, I think you might have, like, this huge fire in it. Because I work from done. home, yeah. you know? And, like, I... If I'm just on my couch with, You'll like... You'll get bored I, after a day or two. You're yeah. going to want to write. You're going to be on your laptop. You're going to be thinking of interesting things. You're probably going to, like, write an amazing chapter of your book. Okay. So that's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow Sophie St. Thomas on... At the Bowie Cat. On Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow... Ooh, ooh. Sorry. I have a fun fact. Oh, what is it? Guess how long... According to my friends who've gotten those jobs, it takes for you to be able to suck a dick. How long? After getting rhinoplasty. How long? Guess. Did I already tell you? Uh, five weeks. Four to six weeks. Wow. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, you think like... The world is going to be missing out, Sophie, from your talents. I'm going pussy eating. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have a date with a beautiful woman before, before the nose job. Um... Do you think that'll be easier? Yeah, because there's nothing down my throat, like. Yeah. Yeah, I think that should be fine. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that should be fine. I'll, I'll ask my doctor. Yeah. I'll ask my doctor about the dick-sucking-to-pussy-eating recovery time. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. No, that's okay. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. On Twitter, you can follow me at AnnabelleGat underscore, and on Instagram, you can follow me at AnnabelleGat. And you can also check out Sunday Worship, which is Sophie's YouTube show. Yeah. And you can check out Annabelle Gatt's astrology show, which is also on iTunes, which is me just talking about astrology. And we'll be back next week with more. All right. Everyone, please send lovely messages to Sophie wishing her um, yes. good luck in this swift and recovery. And if you have any thoughts about plastic surgery, I have a thick skin, whether they're good or bad. I'm curious what – we're curious what you think about it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Have and- a – I'm so sorry. And if you are a listener who is curious about anything from Botox to rhinoplasty and you want to talk to me about it or ask me privately, I love talking about it. So don't hesitate to um, email me at sophiasthomas at gmail.com and we can like talk all things like fillers and like,